One more preseason game for the Colts. Just one more, and then meaningful football is afoot. Yesterday, Colts camp closed. Found out some things from Frank Reich. We'll talk about those. We're going to give away a t-shirt. How about this? I won this yesterday, an Oscar Mayer t-shirt. It's a medium. These are fantastic. You'll love it. All you have to do is like and comment. Somebody who likes and comments will be chosen as the winner. We will contact you somehow or another, and we will send you that shirt. How about that? That's how generous we are. That's how eager we are to serve here, which is, uh, I think, to... uh, to our great credit. We, we take care of you in a way that others simply don't. Anyway, Colts camp over. We're going to talk about it. The Colts are uh, a three-point favorite tomorrow night. Might want to buy down a half point. We'll talk about that a little bit. This is Breakfast with Kent. We're going to talk about Indiana football, too. Look, I have been very, very cynical about Indiana football and Tom Allen over the past year and a half, and for really good reason. But there is never a good reason to be cynical. There is only a reason to be positive. Neil, how are you? Thank you for the donation. We will talk about Indiana football, why you should be an optimist about Indiana football, and it's more about behavior than it is about football. All right, again, this is uh, Breakfast with Kent for Friday, August 27th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at BUSR. If you're going to wager a few shekels on the game tomorrow night, Colts minus three, like I said, do it through BUSR. I appreciate it. Smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. We're looking for 312. The area code of Chicago, downtown Chicago, 312 likes today. Uh, Hit that bell so you get uh, a little ding, a little alarm every time we go live, which is twice every weekday. We'll do it again tomorrow night during halftime, like always. And, of course, donate if you have a mind, too. We appreciate it. All right, let's talk about Colts Camp. Uh, Colts Camp done. Today's a travel day, so there's no practice. Even for home games, you have a travel day. You you get to the hotel, you you get your room, They and why? Why do you go to a hotel for a home game? I got two words for you. Nick Harper. Remember Nick Harper? This is over 15 years ago, but prior the night prior to a playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers at the old RCA Dome, Nick Harper got stabbed in the thigh by his girlfriend. The next day, picks up a fumble, looks like he's going to take it to the house, and the Colts are going to win. Bettis fumbles at the goal line, off goes Nick Harper, and he runs straight into Ben Roethlisberger. What the hell was going on in his head? Well, he had been stabbed the night uh, night before. So, teams, they go to a hotel. It's about control. It's about making sure that people don't do stupid stuff the night prior to a game. This game, not a big deal, but they still go through the motions uh, of getting it together for the game as they do during the regular season. All right, during camp. What did we have? We had two casualties. Rigoberto Sanchez with a torn Achilles during sprints at the end of a practice earlier this week. And what are you doing? Let's get the punters out there, punter, singular, sprinting. Great idea. What in the hell is going on in the heads of those in charge? Uh, Drew Ogletree torn ACL. Nobody's at fault there. Those things happen. Uh, Cameron Klein and Isaiah Rogers have gone into concussion protocol. Looks like Klein is on his way out. 
Rodgers Rogers progressing nicely, according to Frank Reich. They need Isaiah Rodgers. Whether or not Brandon Faison is a starting quarterback all season long, it really doesn't matter. You got to have Isaiah Rodgers either as a depth piece, a returner. He is way too fast and way too talented not to have in Houston active for the opener on September 11th. Quiddy Pay, a bone bruise. Frank Reich didn't say bone bruise yesterday, but that, that's what was reported. He said a slight hyperextension, but he thinks he's going to be good to go for the opener, which is great because Quiddy Pay, if not Quiddy Pay, who? Tyquan Lewis, okay. Hurricane Dio, you hope he's Cat 5 instead of Cat 1, right? But Quiddy Pay, uh, the best left defensive end that the Colts have. Uh, what do we want to see tomorrow night? Like I said, the, the Colts are favored by three, and you know the way I roll in the preseason. Always take the points, because nobody's playing to win. So points, schmoints, thank you. Thank people for the points. I'm taking the Bucks uh, plus three, but I may buy down the uh, the Bucks and, and may just take a money line and ignore the points. Money line plus 135 at BUSR. And then if you buy down like a half point, you're dealing with uh, uh, about a 50-50 bet. I think it's minus 111. Um, at any rate, Colts under 21 and a half, that's minus 111. And I like the Colts being under. Not the total under, but I like the Colts being under. Total under, man. You, you got turnovers that come into play during the preseason that, uh, you know, points wind up being scored that you wouldn't think were going to be scored otherwise. What do we want tomorrow night out of the game at Lucas Oil Stadium? We want several things. I have listed eight of them. Uh, health. No injuries on the cold side of the football. I, I'm not holistic enough. I'm not a good enough person to care whether the Buccaneers suffer injuries or not. I kind of hope they don't because that makes me a better human being. However, I'm only invested in the health of the Indianapolis Colts. I want to see an efficient offense. I want to see them move the football, move the chains. Dink, dunk, fine, however you want to call it. We don't need to throw the ball deep. You just need to hit the crossers, hit the guy, normally Naheem Hines in the flat. Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor aren't going to play tomorrow night. Their roles are secure. I want to see this offense move the football down the field in the way they're going to in the regular season, which is this way, not this way. You know what I mean? I want to see Philip Lindsay run the football effectively. Philip Lindsay is an interesting guy. As a rookie and as a second-year player with the Broncos, he put up two 1,000-yard seasons. In the first of those seasons, 5.4 yards per carry. Last year, 2.8 yards per carry. I want to see him get back. This is what happens to running backs sometimes. They get hurt. They lose just that much edge. And that's what happens. And that's why they're protecting Jonathan Taylor. And I think rightly so. Jonathan Taylor, it may take a minute for him to kind of get rolling a little bit. But it's worth that minute. Because any kind of little ding takes away his edge. It is a small edge that a running back has over a defense. And so you've got to protect that edge. Jonathan Taylor, on September 11th, got to be ready to roll for this Colts offense to move the football against the Texans. Uh, Jelani Woods, I want to see him function like a starting tight end. I want to see the Virginia grad get on the field 
and start to look like a guy who is going to be able to supplant Mo Ali Cox, right, or Kylan Granson. I want to see him as a guy who can be trusted to block and catch the football, especially in the red zone. Um, I want to see Kylan Granson, speaking of him, no drops. Let's get that going. No drops for Granson. Granson, a little bit drop-happy in, in camp and in OTAs. I don't want to see any more drops. You can't drop the football if you're going to matriculate the football down the field in bits and pieces. You can't. You can't go from second and six to third and six because your tight end dropped a uh, pass that was going to get him to third and two you, or, or a first down. You just can't. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe. I want to see Yannick Ngakwe knock the living hell out of Tom Brady one more time in Indianapolis. This is Brady's last visit to Indy. I want to see him go out, not on a stretcher, but with a bruise. I want to see a bruise on Tom Brady one more time. Like Freeney, like Mathis, like those guys from the days of yore. Put Brady down. I hope he gets up, but I want him down one more time. I know he's going to play one series. Okay, that's enough. That gives you an opportunity. He ain't going to hand it off three plays and run off the field and have somebody punt. No point in that. Uh, Matt Hawk, no punts. I don't want to see Matt Hawk on the field. Uh, Sam Ellinger with another 10 of 11 performance. Because I love talking about Sam Ellinger. The, the passion with which commenters on this channel defend Matt, or Sam Ellinger is just awesome. And I love it. Uh, by the way, the Bills might want to rethink if they could. You can't. You can't unring this bell. But they cut Matt Hawk. And now Matt Areza, the, uh, the boomstick that they kept right from San Diego State, he's being sued by a uh, formerly 17-year-old girl. He's being sued of taking part in a gang rape of a 17-year-old girl while he was a student at San Diego State. No criminal charges have been filed. That bears mention. This is a civil lawsuit by the family of the 17-year-old girl against these people who uh, allegedly gang-raped her. Ugly story. Uh, cuts coming sometime after the game and before Tuesday at 4. That That's kind of the cut window. The, the Colts tend to do it relatively early. They get it out of the way. It's an unpleasant time for Chris Ballard and Frank Reich Nobody likes firing people. Nobody likes being the messenger that a dream has ended. That's kind of what happens during these things. Uh, it sucks for those being fired, and it sucks for those doing the firing. All right, let's talk about Indiana football for a minute. The Hoosiers, they get it rolling a week from tonight against the University of Illinois. Illinois playing this weekend against Wyoming. So they're going to have that experience under their belt. They're going to know a little bit better how they're doing and execute at a sharper level, but I'm still bullish for Indiana, frankly, because it's no fun not to be. It's no fun not to be hopeful now when there is reason for hope. Zero and zero is their record. They could beat Illinois. They're favored to beat Illinois, so why not get behind them? Why not back the Hoosiers? If this winds up being a repeat of next year, we got plenty of time to feel like Indiana can't play football, and that the program is back to square one under Tom Allen. Today, we can think positively about Indiana football, and we can believe the Hoosiers are back, that all those transfers, all the recruits, 
All the change has been for good for Indiana. And Tom Allen and his enthusiasm, his energy on the sideline, his celebrations are going to power this team to heights not seen in Bloomington since Harry Hoosier prowled the sidelines. The guy, what do you have, like overalls? And last time Indiana went to a Rose Bowl, they had a mascot. That's how long ago it was. The kook with the, uh, that was a, or maybe it was the bison. I'm not sure what the mascot was back in 1967, but it was something. And maybe, maybe, despite not having a mascot, we catch that magic in a bottle and the Hoosiers go to the Rose Bowl. It could happen. May as well think it could happen. There's nothing wrong with believing it can happen. Uh, high school football, by the way, uh, there are tickets available, as you might guess, for this Indiana game against Illinois. Always tickets available for Indiana games, unless Ohio State's coming to town. Then there are no tickets available. Uh, 8 o'clock, a week from tonight, on Fox Sports 1, Memorial Stadium. Go down to Bloomington. To hell with the construction on the 69 extension, which is entering its uh, what seems like its fourth decade. It's never-ending. Uh, high school football tonight, man. Cathedral, Brownsburg. Cathedral is at Brownsburg. The great Danny O'Neill swinging the pigskin for the Fighting Irish. Junior, heralded, recruited, and he's going to go to Brownsburg and see what he can get done against Brownsburg. Uh, Cathedral ranked number two. Brownsburg ranked number three, I think, by Jeff Sagarin. Ben Davis at Avon. Carmel at Center Grove. What a game this is. Uh, North Central is at the Royals of Hamilton Southeastern. Pike at Fishers. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this beautiful Friday in central Indiana. If you're going to the Wiz Khalifa show at Ruoff, look for me, baby. We're going to be, we're good. Yeah, I, I cross all genres of music. I have no musical taste, so I go to see everybody. That's what we do. Um, David Elson, happy birthday. Jay Rosenstein, happy birthday. Michelle Goldwood, Happy birthday, Gary Duell, Chris Duvall, Steve Kors, happy birthday, John Warden, Jeremy Davis, Lynette Shoemaker, happy birthday, Rob Morton, the great Joe Pugh, celebrating a birthday. Went to Knoxville with Joe Pugh back in the 80s when we were students at IU. Started tabs at a Hyatt Island Bar, multiple tabs on all sides of the Island Bar. Walked out on all of them. I haven't seen, I never saw it before. I haven't seen it since. People, a guy walking out on four tabs simultaneously. How about that? That's efficiency. Uh, and then Pam Farron Rhodes, great Pam Farron Rhodes, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That is best done with an honest and specific compliment. We are going to give away this T-shirt. It's a medium. You get this very T-shirt to somebody who likes, somebody who donates, somebody I can identify going to send that to him. How about that action? That's a tremendous way to start the weekend, isn't it? The uh, Wienermobile was visiting a Kroger. I happened to walk by, said, give me a t-shirt. They said, spin the wheel. I said, yeah, all right. I spun the wheel and I won. Good way to start the day.